0: Thank you for tuning in to How to Survive in America. I'm your host, Robert Jenkins. And this episode is extra special uh, for me because this is the first time I've had a family member on my podcast. Uh, I've been in a lot of scraps. I've won a lot of fights. I lost a lot of fights. But I, there's only ever been one person that stood up for me and fought somebody when I was too scared to fight them. And this next guest is, uh, I love him to death. Everybody welcome my cousin, Maurice O'Neill. What's up, people? Hey, and I'll fight him again today. Yeah, yeah, you remember that shit? Yeah. But Maurice is not a fighter. He's not some, he. if you know him, you know he's like salt of the earth person. He wouldn't hurt okay. anybody unless you fuck with that's some of his family, family now. That's and that's uh, this was, what was that? I think that was like, what, second or third? I was in like second or third grade, yeah. something like that. And this, yeah, And this wow. is, it was this fifth grader. That was bothering me, and uh, I didn't want to fight him because he was big. too. he was, the nigga looked like he got held back, okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, he he you got know?
1: back about four, or five times, right?
0: He like he got held back. He damn near like, old enough, he, you know he, he was a big motherfucker. Right. Anyway, so uh, I found I found Maurice on the playground, he was like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "Man, you know, so so bothered me." He's like, "Oh, word, shit." Went over there, cleaned that boy up, quick too. Quick, I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Throw his
1: ass up. I had Jerry Curl juice in his head.
0: Hey, got his ass. I had no problem since then. Uh, Now, he's, Maurice is a man of many talents. You know, we all want to talk about fishing, but but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about what he actually does for a living. Uh, Maurice, why don't you
1: tell people what you do for a living? All right, well, you probably see in the background, I got some keyboards and stuff like that. I'm a musician. I sing, play piano, harp, sax, oboe, double reeds, a lot of different stuff. Write, produce for shows, for our different artists here and abroad. Um I used to do a whole lot of concerts like four months ago, but you know that stuff got shut they down. Shut that down. I know so you've been all, all over the things, world, man. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. China, Europe. It's it's been pretty a pretty nice run for me as far as a musician, man. Yeah. Yeah, but now we got, we got, uh, we got to bring these survival techniques out. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, we don't know how it's going to go.
0: So that's the whole yeah, plan. We, we, we try to, we try to get ready. We try to stay ready. So we don't have to get ready. You know how that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I brought him on to talk about fishing cause he's an avid fisherman. He's fished, you know, for as long as I've known him. Um, it's a family thing. You know, I fished when I was younger. It was years ago, you know, like when I was a kid, kid, and I haven't really picked it back up since. So, you know, we had episodes about livestock farming. We had episodes about gardening. Uh, we probably will have an episode coming up about hunting, but fishing is, is, uh, is a guaranteed way to catch some food. And y'all know the saying, you give a man a fish, ease for a day, you teach him how to fish eats for a lifetime, so that's lifetime. why I decided to bring him on. So how did you get started doing uh, fishing,
1: Maurice? Dude, I started because my dad and mom used to like fishing. You know, my mom used to go to work, and my dad would take us to the river, you know, mm-hmm. after we drop her off at work, fish for a while, go have lunch, and go pick her up for lunch, go back fishing, then go pick her up after work. Yeah, And we'd go back home, you know, with all the cats, you know, so... Yeah. He so, taught us how to fish at a young age. I was like two years old. Damn. Okay.
0: So, um, what type of fishing do you do now?
1: Now I either fish from the bank or I'll take the boat out. So I, I do spin casting. Uh, I, I'll uh, troll a little bit. Sometimes I'll still fish too, depending on what mood I'm in. Okay. So like, if I'm just chilling, uh-huh. I'll still fish. You know, okay. Just talk uh-huh. the line out and chill out, write a book, whatever. Yeah, so. All right, so. um,
0: Yeah. So, so, um, let's just kind of take it back to to kind of square one real quick. Talk about like the beginning of it. Like, how do you, if you know nothing about fishing and you want to start, like, how do you get started?
1: First thing you do, if you're of age, you get a fishing license. Okay. Now, a fishing license is about 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. You have to get it because it's illegal to fish without it you get caught without it the dnr that's the department of natural resources will ticket you they'll take your fishing poles maybe and uh it's going to be a real nice ticket too if you have fish that you caught they you, they'll give you a ticket for each fish too wow. so you have to be prepared man they do not play the department of natural resources does not play around
0: so how, first thing. so how do you get your fishing license
1: you can go online now and get them uh to uh uh, Michigan State uh, you know or, or whatever state you're in mm-hmm. uh, just go to your state website and you can download an app too and, and you'll have the uh, actual uh, license on your app or you can go into like a hunting store or K, uh, Kmart or uh, field and stream bass pro shops these places like that they have oh actually Meyer too you can get your fishing license from Meyer okay. so you All can right. do that too but that's that's the first thing you got to do okay All right. Next, you want to find a good pole. Now, for an amateur, I would recommend uh, an open face pole. I'll give you an example of an open face. All right. See this Mm real? This is real. This is an open face. These are pretty easy to work. You can go on YouTube and find tons of videos of what to do with this. Um, A lot of them, uh, the combinations, they come with line on them already, and all you got to do is put it together, and then it's about, you can get them in different sizes. I have a couple of poles here. One of them is nine feet, one of them is seven, and this one is like six and a half so you can get different sizes and different thicknesses depending on what kind of fish you're going for. Okay. Now, as a beginner, I recommend that you go uh for panfish first just so you can get like a a gist of it. Panfish hit fast and rapidly. So you'll it it'll give you like an a, a jolt to actually want to keep fishing.
0: Okay.
1: Also there's a season called silver bass season where there's a a species of sil- uh, a fish called the silver bass and literally there are so many fish that they're fighting over your line. You can wow. throw an empty line out there and they'll just bite the hook with no worm, no bait on there. I've uh whenever I'm taking like a friend that's new to fishing I try and make sure I take them during silver bass time because that's like really exciting. Okay. And the bass are like this big. So they fight and everything. So you got a real, real good thing going. Okay. And you're constantly catching them. Like once you throw in, within a second, you got it. Okay. So when that season comes, it's a great time. When, when, is, when is that? That's usually between March. Uh, well, the end of March and uh, maybe April 20th. I usually judge it a along the time of comic-con whenever comic-con comes to uh, michigan i'm usually down there fishing too like with a crazy outfit on (laughs) that's what's up so all right
0: so silver bass season you say panfish so panfish is that like perch or what type of
1: yeah you got perch you got your rock bass crappy Okay. Uh you got your bluegill, your sunfish, they're all just, you know, pan-sized fish. Okay. But they're pretty yeah, yeah some of them can really get big though. This past summer I caught some pretty big crappie so. Okay. And they fight too so. Okay. But it's 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 like a great uh time to go when you see panfish biting because you'll you'll get those constant bites like silver bass season, but that's only for a season. Panfish are there all the time. Okay. So, winter, summer. Yeah. All right.
0: So now you got your pole, what do you, what else do you need besides the fishing pole?
1: All right, one second. All right, so you got your line on your pole. Now, depending on if you're jigging, which is something like this. You put this on your pole. Okay.
0: This
1: that's is like a nice that's... color. It's pink and it's got the blue. And you see the hook coming out right there. Mm-hmm. And then we have a what's called a treble hook down here.
0: Okay. Just
1: three hooks into the tail. Okay. So what you do, you bounce this along the bottom. Mm-hmm. And the fish come up and grab it right there mm-hmm. or right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is um this is what you do with your jig. You can also cast out and start reeling it in, you know. And you see that action on the tail? Yeah, that gets their attention, huh? Okay. Yeah, that gets their attention and colors too. Okay. Sometimes you may have to switch up colors depending on what time of day it is. They need to see something brighter or they need to see something darker. Okay. All right, that's one example. This here Called a bass stopper. It's a weedless jig. Okay. It's just a worm with a hook already placed inside of it.
0: And that's plastic. That's plastic. So obviously it's not plastic. live bait, right? Okay.
1: Right. Right. Plastic. Okay. Different color, purple. Yeah, right. Tie that to the line, and it comes through too.
0: Okay. Are certain um like if we're talking about walleye, see, because I'm, I'm self-interested, like, walleye is my thing. That's my favorite fish. Okay. I love it. I've been paying for them for years. I just get them and fry them, yeah. and I just love them. But if you're trying to catch walleye, like, what particular uh, bait or stuff do you use for that?
1: There are a couple of things you can do, depending on which season it is. At the beginning of walleye season, uh, it's probably, like, around that March time when the water starts breaking up. Mm-hmm. Uh what they wanna see, they wanna go for shiny things. So you have to get like a one second. You're going for fish, so you gotta get something shiny and bright like that jig head there. Okay. See that that's uh like a shiny blue with I gray. Think, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And they wanna see. Minnows, minnows start running. So this replicates a minnow. Okay. Put that on here.
0: Oh, so so, so you put those things together then, huh? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it looks like a minnow and then it's got this brick shine. So when it when the water is clear mm-hmm. and the sun hits it, it's just sparkling. Okay. Uh now walleye love this this little combination, but then too you can get a live minnow okay, and either add it to that or take this off and use the live minnow as well and okay. put it on just like that. Trolling it cast out and just reel in slowly. Okay. And then you'll feel that hit, pull back, reel it in. Okay. Now the walleye dude whether you're on a boat or on a shore you have to use a net when a walleye comes to the surface it's going to look around snap your pole snap the line walleyes have a very sharp fin and they have sharp teeth okay so they're going to try to get away so okay. what you need is a good net okay now this one it looks short but i can extend it whether i'm on if i'm on a boat i'll use it short you know cuz right there right but if i'm on the bank i'll extend it to its full extent okay they have nets bigger than this depending on you know how long you need i can actually extend this i have another pole for it but i don't need it so i don't put it on and that's the only way you're going to get a walleye i've lost many walleye fishing by myself Mm -hmm. and i forgot to pull the net out the car or the net is too far away, Damn, okay. and I try to reach it. Yeah, then I lost the fish. So have that net close to you when you fish fishing for Okay. Like, so
0: yeah, how how easy are they to catch? Are they easy to catch, or it depends? It
1: depends. It depends. When they're spawning, like during that uh, right before the springtime, mm-hmm. they're easier to catch. Like they're just biting anything. They're 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 hungry, and it's the females, the bigger ones are, mm-hmm. you know, and the smaller ones too. The bigger ones are out there during that time, just okay. like harvesting. Okay. But when it gets hot, like um, like I'll take the boat out. I, example, I took the boat out last week uh-huh. and uh, got out at about 6.30 in the morning. I had a couple of bites, maybe caught about five or six, but once nine o'clock hit, nothing.
0: Because it's that too morning hot, huh? caught,
1: Okay. It's done, okay. So You might as well just call it a day until the afternoon maybe about five or six o'clock. Okay. So your best times, six in the morning till about 9.30 and maybe five until maybe 8.30. Okay. But if you find a good spot on the river that'll allow you to fish all night, you can catch walleye all night.
0: Okay. That was my next question. Times, like when you should show up and where, where are... Where are your good fishing spots? I know fishermen don't like to give up their good fishing spots, but like, what types of places should you go if you're looking for walleye?
1: For walleye, you need to find places with uh, drop-offs, like um, the foot of boulevard, right up under the um, bridge, behind the post office, that's a good spot. Right in Gross Point uh, and at Alter Road, there's a drop-off, dude. I used to live in Gross Point, and I walk to the park, and every morning I just jig and catch walleye and throw them back. catch fast and throw them up, cause it's it's like um
0: where the water
1: goes from maybe fourteen feet to twenty-four, thirty feet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So like the fish are just congregating right there. Okay. So, um, Lake Saint Clair has great walleye. So, it's a lot of different places you can go and fish on Lake St. Clair. Like, even Metro Beach, I uh, went there uh, uh, earlier this year and was catching perch and walleye. Uh, Sulphuridge Air Force Base, right behind there, you can catch uh, perch, walleye. Uh, Brandenburg Park, it's a pier in Chesterfield Township. Uh, it's open all night, too. So, like, you can catch walleye during the day and catfish at night. Wow, so okay. it's, a, yeah, it's a great place. Speaking of catfish, dude, I have the perfect catfish spots. Two of them. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to give them away to you. Okay. I shouldn't because I don't want to be crowded. No, but in Monroe, Michigan, at Front Street, right behind the DTE plant, there's a, a place where you can go and there are 10 piers. Now, they open it up at four in the morning. Already at four in the morning, there's a line of people that are like at the gate trying to get
0: wow. In. Okay, so yeah. that's how crazy it is.
1: They call it the hot hole. <laughs> okay, that's the nickname. So, you got like right now, you know, during COVID, you can only fish with like three people per pier, uh huh, you know, social distance. So, that's like 30 people. Once 30 people are in there, you gotta wait uh-huh. until like somebody comes out. But the fish are so rapid there like I've literally I'm lying right now in case the DNR is watching this video. (laughs) But man me you
0: you heard you've heard of people. I
1: heard heard of some people that might be in our family that went out there (laughs) and came back with about a hundred catfish in two hours.
0: Oh my god yeah that's crazy as hell
1: you can do there okay but then when it gets hot they turn off. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like there are not. There are these times. It's it's probably good to go early and then stop at around 12 and pick up at around 4 or 5. But the place closes at 8. So. Okay. Then this other place, man, you got to research this place. I just found out about it. It's called Dog Lady Island. Like, the history of this island is crazy. This okay. Is like, it's supposed to be, like, haunted and everything. Like, yeah, just... <laughs> Research that. Okay. Okay. But I um I contacted the owner. It's like a campground, and you um you have to call him, and he'll come for 160 bucks. He'll give you a key to his private island. Oh wow! Yeah. On his private island, he has two ponds, and then on the other side of the island, it's just the lake, just open, man. Like and it's beautiful. It's a big island. And he has uh he has a couple of boat launches there too. You can fish there all night. And the pond you got like your bass, your panfish. On the other side, you got your walleye, you got your catfish. Okay. On this other side, you got your salmon and still it's 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 like just like a fisherman's paradise, dude. Okay. And from January to December, hundred and sixty bucks. You can go whenever you want to, day or night. Wow. That... And it's near Monroe. Okay. When I go to Monroe and those peers are crowded, I don't even care anymore. I just to go go the dog, dog, dog lady island. Lady. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Monroe, Michigan, dude. Dog Lady Island. Make sure you research that. It's I great. will.
0: I will. Yeah. And I'm gonna put a link in the in the uh in the mm-hmm. description so people can see what's what's going on with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, man.
0: That's what's up, man. So um let's let's talk about. Limits, like, okay, so how many fish can you catch a day? It, are there limits to every fish or what? There
1: are limits. There are limits to every fish. You have, um, like, okay, let's say silver bass season comes in. There are tons of those. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, I, I believe the limit uh this year was maybe 50 per person.
0: Oh, wow, okay.
1: You know, you can, you can catch 50 of those in about 20 minutes. Like, it's that that fast, that wow. rapid one around. For game fish, game fish are like your pike, walleye, bass, you know, big big fish. Uh there it's like six in different combinations. So you can't get like six walleye and six bass and you know. all. it's like two walleye, one bass, whatever combination of six of those big game fish. You can mm-hmm. only take six. Okay. Take any more tickets. Okay. For the panfish, uh, I believe there is no limit on panfish like the perch they're plentiful all, all the panfish you can just whatever catch how many you want mm-hmm. um and that's a, that's yeah that's about it for the limits but dude you have to pay attention to those limits too again the dnr does not mess around
0: how do they catch people are they just patrolling
1: <laughs> Lick. let me tell you dude <laughs> all right i've seen I've, I've been fishing all my life so i've seen some amazing funny crazy stuff all right <laughs> I see one DNR hiding in a tree across the canal Damn. with binoculars on, dude. I'm like, I know this dude ain't bird watching. What's going on, man? So he hops out the tree, jumps in his car, comes around the cornell real quick. Got pictures and everything. Like, yeah, you caught this fish. You hit this fish right here. And, so you know, when people catch more than enough or fish that aren't in season. Okay. Fish have seasons too. Like bass, they have seasons. So it's like they they try to preserve the the fish so that they um you know that they last and they can reproduce and spawn. So uh-huh. certain times. So when you catch a fish out of season, they're coming for you, dude.
0: So All you right. got to recognize that immediately and then toss it back immediately
1: and toss it back. If you put it on the floor and forget and it dies, that's a ticket. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. dude. So. I've I've seen that uh, I've seen plain clothes people come right next to you fishing, watch you catch all these fish and hide them and put them in. Oh, that's good. That's good. Give you fish. You know that one's going Oh, on. Da-
0: are yeah. you kidding
1: me? Oh yes. Oh yes. They that's do entrapment, dog. They don't care. Yeah, they do not care, dude. So uh, then the guy was leaving, and sure enough, when he went up the hill. DNR, right there. <laughs> and the dude that was fishing right next to him was the DNR too. Wow. So it's, it's 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 shady, That's man. Cold, you it's, a cold you it's a cold game.
0: It's a cold game out here. Know. This fish game is cold blooded, huh? It's a
1: cold blooded game, dude. I've seen people's cars get taken. I know a guy that uh I go bitches day that was fishing for bass out of season, got caught. Um, and they went to his house, into his freezer, and took all his fish out and gave him tickets for all of them because they were watching him for more than one day. Yeah, they had dude, this nigga under
0: operation. It was a, it was a sting operation. Uh, they went undercover. A- a-
1: some fish on him, dude. Wow. He was trying to catch the crappy killer. They got him, boy. How, they got it. I don't.
0: How much was?
1: I don't even want to know how much his tickets were. It was a lot, and they took. All of his gear, all of his fishing gear. They do not play around, man. Yeah. 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 So have that license and know your limits. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So, let's, all right. So, you get a fish, you know, you get a bite, you cast a net.
1: What do you put them in? A bucket or a cooler with some ice in it. Or if you want to, they have these stringers that you can string the fish up on. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And you can, Lay them in the water and keep them alive until you're ready to go. Okay, okay. But I recommend a cooler with ice.
0: Okay, so just a regular old like red and white cooler. Just put a couple bags of ice, yeah. at, like a bag of ice at the bottom of it, and that'll keep them exactly. good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you prepare? What what's your what's the best way to prepare the fish that you catch? Do you like to pan fry them? Do you
1: deep fry them or what? I fry. Them. I okay. like to fry, them, but sometimes I bake too. Like okay. if. You know, I, I, I've been losing weight and exercising, so yeah. sometimes I, I bake a lot. Uh-huh. You know, so, but um, ah, fillet. Em. They have this uh, Louisiana uh, batter. Like you just dip it in there, dude. It coats it great. Turn that grease up on high. Get it, get it hot. Throw it in there and fry it. It's already seasoned and everything, dude. So oh, nice. About okay. fifty. And you just wait till it's it's the color that you like. if it's a dark crispy or a light, you know what I'm saying, to take it out, let it dry on some paper towels mm-hmm. so that all that grease drops mm-hmm. down and then you're good to go. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um now when it comes to you know, preparing the fish, you gotta clean it, right? You gotta yeah. you scale yeah. it and then you how do there you there are
1: ways around scaling. Oh really? Okay. I do not like to scale. Okay. So I try to c- catch fish that I can um, filet. Okay. And what I do, I'll filet it from the neck down, mm-hmm. get the filet off, and then I'll filet the skin off. That way you don't have to scale it. I see. You don't have to eat the skin. Okay. But if you like to eat fish skin, then you have to scale it. Okay. I just don't like to scale. Okay. After you scale, dude, you gotta clean that crap up, and it's a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah it does It does get messy, but... um, yeah. Is there- Five fish scales a week later yeah that's Crazy. no good yeah. uh i i like uh wall- walleye's my like i said walleye's my thing and i fry them so i normally get them clean you know because i buy them from the fish market or whatever i watch them scale them, so i'll probably just scale them i guess and just deal yeah. with it yeah but uh st- i stake yeah, them up too Oh, you stake them. Yeah. You don't like the fillet. Them. Uh-uh, okay. Yeah, I
1: well, yeah, the walleye are, are good steak. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, all right, man. So, um, is there anything else you think a beginner
1: fisherman should know? A beginner fisherman, I would recommend that you get some gloves. Okay. All right. So, like me, I play piano. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm used to hooks, but dude, Yeah. If you're a beginner, some of these sometimes like the. The line does things that you don't normally see, Mm -hmm. and you can get stuck in your hand a lot. Even putting like the bait on, like I was doing, you know, Mm -hmm. hooking the bait, Mm -hmm. you can stink yourself, and those little pricks hurt. Yeah. And you sometimes you you won't find out until you go to wash your hands and you're like, ah, ah. Yeah. So, yeah, I recommend some gloves for a beginner.
0: Like, are we talking what type of uh, fabric, like rubber?
1: you can do rubber gloves even you know those little medical gloves you know they stopped a little you know okay. So, so. okay yeah but definitely protect your hands that's important okay and um like depending a lot of fishermen wear hats wear a hat you know that sun can come beaming down on you mm-hmm. wear some sunglasses too okay they yeah. have special sunglasses out that allow you to see maybe five or six feet clearer in the water as well. Okay. Yeah, the polarized polarized sunglasses. So. All right.
0: So um, where would you suggest that a, a beginner shop to get the best, most reasonable, like, equipment? Huh. All right. And then, like, what, what type of prices are we talking about for different things?
1: Well, maybe for a combination pole and reel you'd be spending about between 35 and 50 dollars for something reasonable for okay. me i have those kind of poles but i have the more expensive ones as well which maybe run around 150 to 250 bucks okay uh it depends on you know how 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 tall they are how thick they are you know um the name brand as well uh-huh. but i would go to somewhere like bass pro shops um, they have, uh, uh, an exhibit, you know, so you can actually look at the fish in their natural habitat. They have a really big, uh, fish and fish tank or whatever. Um, and then the people there can actually guide you, you know, mm-hmm. and tell you, okay, well, what kind of fish are you trying to catch? Okay, well, this would be a good idea for this. This would be a good idea for that. And then, um, uh, they they're, they're, they have warranties, good warranties with their stuff. That's another thing. Get a warranty. Don't be cheap. And not get a $2 warranty and have to replace a whole pole because these things are delicate. Okay. So get that warranty so you can get that freebie.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so awesome, man. So I'm definitely going to take you up on this. And uh, when hopefully when all of this shit calms down, or, I mean, we could just meet and just stay, you know, six feet away. But we got to fish, man. Work that out, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I got my I got my Oh, you got it. Yeah, and so I'm getting uh, today is Saturday, so tomorrow I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go to Bass Pro Shops or something like it and buy my shit. So
1: yeah, mm-hmm. make sure you hit me up, take pictures and other uh, shit, and send it to me, okay. and I'll let you know. All time. right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, so thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Not this a problem, is, man. Is,
1: Not a problem at all, cause
0: yeah, man. I love y'all, man.
1: Tell your folks, I say, what's up. Will do. Tell my fam, I say, what's up. All right.
0: Well, that was the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to How to Survive in America. I've been your host, Robert Jenkins. Until next time, take care.